Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empty Stats Podcast, also known as the Dallas Mavericks Podcast, your number one source for Dallas Mavericks talk. Uh, this is episode 13. Uh, we, are recording, we are recording a little bit late today, but it was worth it because we have a live Mavericks reaction podcast for you. Uh, Aiden is very happy about that. Yes, sir. Uh, the Mavericks just are, are we calling this game of the year? Um, I don't know. It's up I think there. we can get into that. It's up there. It's up there. Regardless, the Mavericks beat the Kings one one fourteen to one thirteen after being down by as much as nineteen in the first half. This is now the second game in like the last week. The Mavericks have came back from down twenty one against Golden State and nineteen against yeah. Sacramento. And this yep. was without Luka Doncic, ladies and gentlemen. Luka has not no. missed a game in a while. So this was a really big test to see how our depth would play without Luka. And it didn't start pretty. <laughs> That's it for not, sure. No. Uh, it did not start pretty. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know what Jason Kidd tells these dudes at halftime, what adjustment this dude makes. But my God, the second half Mavs are unbelievable. Except against um, the Lakers. Against no, against the Phoenix Suns. Actually, we did well against the Lakers in the second half. Except in the third quarter, the third quarter Mavericks showed up against the Lakers, but the fourth quarter came around. This team knows how to close out games. I can actually feel confident in this team and close out games. When is the last time we have been able to say that? Um, I certainly haven't been able to say it in the last four years of Rick Carlisle. That's for sure. No. Especially um, last year. Last year was an all-time bad fourth quarter defense by the Mavs. Yeah. Um, it was not pretty. You, Josh Green, easily had the best game of his career. I know you're happy about that. 29 yes, minutes, which might be a career high for him. Uh, probably, except if we're talking about the Trailblazer or the bowl game that it was earlier in the season. Uh, Josh Green had 28 minutes against Sacramento earlier in December – and yeah, so he played the most minutes out of any game so far this year with 29 minutes, had his yep. first career double double. Half of them were offensive rebounds. I mean, that dude was everywhere. Never gives up. Josh Green was everywhere. Energy 100% of the time. I mean, he, I think, is going to prove to be a really viable asset in the postseason. Dinwiddie, yeah. 36 points. I mean, when we, when we, when we, good lord, when we discussed, out. when we discussed the trade, uh, when it happened, when we did the trade deadline podcast, you know, I oh, said, you I, apologize. We, we, we apologize for somewhat doubting this trade. I also said, I, I am open to this deal. I want it to work. So and am I. Spencer no, so am I. and Spencer Dinwiddie has been exactly what this team needed all along. Yeah. <laughs> 36 points in 36 minutes. 50% from the field, didn't shoot that well from three, but he got to the line a bunch, went 12 of 13. I mean, we just needed another ball handler, another primary ball handler that scores, can get to the bucket, and does it efficiently. Like, Spencer Dinwiddie has been so efficient in his game since he's been here. 50% for 36 points tonight. Shot 54% against Golden State with 17. 45% against the Lakers with 14. Shot 71% against Golden State with 24. It shot 66% with 20 points against Utah. So in those four game, five games after the All-Star break, he's shot under 50% once in those five straight double-digit games. Was it the first game? 
the Laker game. Laker game was he shot 45% from the field. But still very respectable for the points he provided off the bench. True. And of course, yeah, no, this was, and of course, this was all after Darren Fox put up 44. <laughs> Darren Fox was cooking us in that pick and roll. He was the Sacramento Kings today, Darren Fox. You, yeah. You know what's funny? The, remember how I texted you like a couple of days ago? I got something to ask you for the pod, and I just want to see your reaction to it. Sure. It was regarding De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. Do you think De'Aaron Fox can be the starting point guard on a championship team? I think so. I don't. I, I just – I don't think he can. But how do we know? He's never had the chance to. So exactly. Who, so who really knows? And then, like, it's, it's kind of hard to judge because up. he's putting up 44 points on a team that is effectively tanking at the moment. Like, obviously, 44 right. points in this game against Dallas really won't mean much in the long run. But, yeah, I, I mean, thinking- I, think he's, I think he's talented on his own to, like, really legitimately be a top option on a, on a winning team for sure. Yeah. I, his efficiency is finally, his efficiency like finally picked up, which, which was a problem he had at the beginning of the year. I picked him to win uh, most improved player. Trick. I think I picked him to win most improved player at the beginning of the year. I think. I think you did too. That's just not looking. It good. did not start well. Not a good start. I think my mo- my most improved player was between Do- Dejounte Murray and Kelvin Johnson, and I well Dejounte Murray made an All Star team, so but I think yeah. I th- I mean I haven't heard much talk, but I've heard a lot of Maxi talk lately. About what most improved? Maxi Kleba, Tyrese Maxi. Sorry. Oh, Tyrese Maxey. I was like, so Jesus. <laughs> Just specified, sorry. No, we're on Mavs pod, so. Yeah, I know I mean, that, I know that. Uh, but, I mean, anyway. just all around, good play. Brunson had 23. Finney Smith had the game winner with three seconds left. He had another Called five it, threes tonight. I mean, ever since Finney Smith got locked up, I mean, that dude is just balling out of his mind lately. That contract is going to be an absolute oh. bargain. Bullock was all right had decent defense in the fourth uh Dwight Powell fouled out he was kind of useless today um Brunson had 23 Green had 12 and 12 off the bench Bertans played only 15 minutes we've been seeing some Sterling Brown some Sterling Brown sightings Sterling Brown in 2022 he has played in back-to-back games after probably not playing for a good uh he played in the New Orleans game and the Heat game for a combined 10 minutes yeah, uh, there was something wrong with his foot, I think it was. And then before that, he hadn't played since January. So he's played in four games for, like, a combined maybe less than 30 minutes. I mean, I but oh, that's forgot was he was on like the team low-key. Absolutely key. nothing. Kind of forgot he was on the team low-key. Yeah, I think that's probably good. I don't think we need to be relying on Sterling Brown for legitimate minutes. I saw a tweet the other day. It might have been this morning, actually, comparing how last year the worst player – to come off the bench for us was, oh man, oh what was the tweet? It was a really good tweet. Uh, pretty much comparing how the worst player coming off the bench for us this year is probably Josh Green or Davis Bertans. And compared yeah. to last year, I mean, who are we trying now in the postseason last year? Oh, Nico Melli. Yeah, Nico Melli was Nico getting, <laughs> was getting playoff minutes last year. Wessa Wandu early in the season. Like, uh, just the depth is just so much better this year. Yeah. Which is, uh, like, really why I think that our, our team's going to be a lot better and why I really have hope that this team can go deep is because I feel like our rotation is just so much better all around. Ivan, who, who do you want to 
match up with in the first round? If you could choose a team, dude, it's like t- I don't know how much of a hot take this is, but I'm so serious when I say Memphis. I I want I want Utah. I, I, I wouldn't mind Memphis or Utah. Like I know Utah's tough. Their defense, your their defense gets really strong in the playoffs. But I feel like, I mean, last year, obviously Ivaka Zubac and Rudy Gobert are very different players. Let's clarify that. <laughs> but, yeah. but pretty much in the entire playoffs last year, the Mavericks' offense was Luca getting switched onto a center on the floor, and he just makes it work. So, like, if right. we're just tiring out Rudy Gobert the entire series by just making him guard Luca out on the perimeter, like, that could be a win. It could be a win. I, I've seen a lot of people saying the Warriors. I don't want to see the Warriors. I do not. I would not like to see them in the playoffs, especially no. with Draymond Green and probably have Wiseman back at the same time, too. Uh, I'm not. And plus, it's Curry Wiseman. in the playoffs. You know, he's going to go off on some stupid shit. It's yeah. Steph Curry in the playoffs. We're three and one against them in the regular season, but yeah, and we match up versus Memphis well in the regular season too. But I don't think that holds a lot of weight going into the playoffs. But I think our matchup will be a lot more favorable this time around because I think we'll avoid the Clippers finally. Hey man, I'll take play the Clippers this year. (laughs) Yeah, no lie. But I'm curious. I just I really want to get the fourth seed though. Like I really want to have that home court in the first round. That would be nice, especially if we are matching up against Utah. I don't want to go to Utah for a game seven. It's going to suck, though, because no matter what, like, if we go deep in the playoffs, we're going to have, like, those really annoying West Coast tip times again. Yeah. Because of, U- of Utah and and then and or Golden State or Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> Memphis Memphis would be a good tip time, though. Like, But if we get matched up versus Utah, all of our games are being put on to League Pass. Like, we will not be put on national TV. You think so? <laughs> it's just a joke. Because, uh, like, usually Utah is, like, the series they'll relegate to, like, NBA TV every year. That's true. Yeah. There's always, like, That's one or point. two series. Like, we got put on NBA TV last year versus the Clippers, like, once or twice. Yeah, which is insane because that was the insane. Only, like, you have Luca, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard in a series, and you're relegating us so you could have the Lakers on. Okay. All right, whatever. Yeah, whatever, NBA. Like the Suns were mauling the Lakers on TNT while the Lakers, while the Mavs and the Clippers were in a war. Bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> we're in war on NBA TV. 48 minutes of absolute death on a basketball. And I watched I watched back some playoff highlights recently of Luca last year, and I'm just so mad that we wasted those seven games. Yeah. Game five was kind of a game four was kind of a wash. I don't count game four. That game doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we were there. I know, but we, I, I got reminded of this. We started Boban and KP in a playoff game and won. That was, we, we started both of them in game five. And we won. That's a big, that's a big lineup. Yeah. I, that series was so annoying because the road team won every game except for game seven. God, I was, we were coming back home up 2-0 and we just blew it. I don't think I don't, that, that, that can't happen this year. I don't think we were even capable of that happening this year. Do you think we're a better team than we were yesterday? Yeah, last year. Sorry, not yesterday. Easily, easily. So. Hold on. I would love to see where we were at this time throughout the year. So what? We're fifty nine games in. Yeah, uh, fifty four. Sorry, fifty four. Fifty four games in. Okay, so where were the maps after fifty four games last year? Thirty nine and twenty four. Same record as last year, through fifty four. No, 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 I said we're thirty nine and twenty five this year. 
Yeah, I'm trying to see what our record was last year through the same amount of games. 2020, 21 maps. I've got to use my basic like basketball we reference expertise here. Barely over 500, if even over 500. Let's see. Because I know we went streaking late in the season, but I don't know if it was game 54 early. last year. We were. We beat. This was the Luca game, the the game winner. The game winner. The one versus Memphis, where he had it was like oh, the it, it was super a crazy game. runner at the buzzer. Oh, I really? believe this was that game. It, we were. Well, that doesn't make any sense. We could, we got math mixed up here, because, hold on, we're sixty four games in actually, not fifty four. Oh my bad. We're sixty four. See, not Ooh. not big math people, guys. Sorry about that. Also against the Kings, funny enough, we oh. were 36 and 28. Okay, so we were actually around the so same. We're, so we're three games better than last year at this rate right now. Right. And I feel a lot more confident because the West is not as, I guess, I, I don't know, the West last year seemed a lot tougher to me. The, the West is a lot more top heavy this year than last year. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot more competitive towards the middle. It's very right. Phoenix, Golden State heavy this year. I mean, because last year we had Phoenix, Denver, the Clippers, um, and Us, what? the Lakers, the Warriors, and the Jazz, were in the, and yeah, the Jazz the Lakers, like fighting the it out for that top four. It kind of seemed yeah. pretty set in stone. Phoenix is going to kind of run away with the one at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. There's. I don't think there's a doubt. There. That would suck if we got the four or five seed though, because then we would play Phoenix in round two. If we could somehow sneak into the three seed, that could be nice. So. That could be That's, nice. <laughs> we're more likely to drop to the six seed than we are to sneak into the third seed. Which we would play Memphis as the third seed, as the six seed. I, I think I think the Memphis Grizzlies overtake the Warriors. Interesting. Huh. Uh, I don't I don't see the Warriors holding on to the second seed. Interesting. I mean, it's only a half only game a half now. Game like Warriors yeah. are struggling. Like Curry is not doing well. He's, I mean, Except, I wouldn't say he doing a well. Of good games against us. He's in the he's he's in a pretty decent slump right now, at least. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of wild that Draymond like so what they've lost one two three four they've lost seven of their last nine. Or I guess seven of the they last. Play, they play the Lakers tonight. They play the Lakers tonight. Have two games. That's their next five. Are against the Lakers at Denver, home versus the Clippers at Denver again, and then home versus Milwaukee. Yeah, so the the Warriors have a bit of a tough stretch. The Mavericks have a bit of a like. Mavs has the second or third easiest schedule left. We have league, a I very think. easy schedule towards the end of the year. We have yeah, two games versus Minnesota. We have a Spurs game, a Blazers game, a Pistons game, Wizards, Rockets, two Rockets games actually, and New York. God, we're we're gonna suck against New York, aren't we? We're gonna go in there. Home game. It's suck. a home game at least versus New York. Oh my! You know how NBA the NBA app has like the uh, live like feed of the play or like the winning odds. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna text it. To, I'm gonna text you the Mavs game. What of like the the percentages like fluctuating throughout the yeah. game? <laughs> I yeah. think I saw. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Kings have like a 95 percent chance to win at one point. I think. Yeah, look at look at your phone. It's for all of our yep. YouTube <laughs> viewers. 
Yeah, that's that's insane. the Kings. Yep. And then that's us at the end. Yep. That. Thank you. Two little pixels. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. How how bittersweet was it that Harrison Barnes was the one that missed the game tire there at the end? I'm like notoriously on record as not liking Harrison Barnes in a Mavs uniform. I'm like, it just didn't go well. So that, that, was, that was that was a dark time when I'm so anti Harrison Barnes. It's crazy. It was such he was such a Mavericks pickup too at the time. Like we went on that stretch where we got Wes Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, Harrison Barnes, um, Chandler Parsons, like very mid forwards. Yeah. Very mid forwards that were getting paid a lot of money. It was not a good time. And then traded him for Justin Jackson and Zach Randolph. Man, Zebo didn't even play with us. That's tough. No. Mavs legend though. We couldn't even we couldn't even enjoy Zach Randolph for two minutes, but we got to indulge in J- Justin Jackson in the bubble. <laughs> bubble Jackson. Man, I, I, I went back games. and watched some of that some of those bubble games too. I was like, God, Luca was legit carrying on our on his back. That yeah. was impressive. How we were of, even competitive through six games blows my mind with that roster. Out of the games coming out of the All-Star, what's, what's been the best game for us, you think? Oh, best? Probably the first Golden State game. I would think so, too. That I first, you that first me Game Golden of the State. Year, but I think Game of the Year for us is, the, is that Warrior game. That first Golden State game on the road just came off a tough loss versus Utah, which I felt like it was a very winnable game. Through about oh, 100%. through about two and a half quarters in Golden State, it looked like we were a cook product. We were toast. And then I don't know what flipped, but the Warriors couldn't make a shot. We couldn't miss and pulled it out. Went on like like, eight, what we went on look at 18 0 run? 26 to 1 was I think the yeah. final. Yeah. Yeah. We it's been with these two Mavs games, it's been prime flight content. I was just about to mention he flight. was beside himself in the first game. He oh, yeah. was like, Dang, we're up by 40. We're whooping him. And then at the very end, he's like, How do we let a lead go? We were up by 40. <laughs> called Spencer Dinwiddie, like a small basketball coach out of Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Then why I was just about to mention watching flight after the Warriors lose to the Mavs. Yeah. It's, twice. It just brings me so much happiness. Bro, because like Steph was low key cooking us in the first half of that first game. So Fly thought they were like off the hook. He was like, Oh yeah, bro, Curry's got this. <laughs> yeah. Love I love watching the Warriors lose just because of flight. Like I don't care if they win or not, but just because of flight, I like watching them lose. I just think it's been so it's just so crazy how effortless Luca has made it look recently. So he just comes yeah. so he comes off winning player of the month, averaging 34 a game. Most Which, do you do you care about the player of the month? Does it matter to you? Not really. Okay, me neither. When it comes to Luca, yes. Okay, I was seeing everyone <laughs> on Twitter just like absolutely freaking yeah, out. Yeah, people were like time. legitimately like getting Who riled cares? up about it. Where it's like it's not that big of a deal. It's like I don't really care about it because I know how Major League Baseball does theirs, and Mike Trout never wins any of those awards. Which is hilarious because I feel like Mike Trout should have way more player of the month, but I feel sure. like he's the best player out of every month of the year. So that'd be kind of hard. But it's just, I was watching a film breakdown recently about the Mavs and how their play is sustainable, which is AKA Luka Ball. 
Um, I think I saw that video too. And I mean, it's just so incredible to me just how, how much he's able to just like slow the game down and keep everything in front of him and how patient he is. Like I, I, when I see him play, he like never looks in a panic, never looks like he's rushed. He looked like he was panic and rushed in the first half of that Warriors game. Yeah. He was turning the ball over a lot. Yeah. It looked like either him and Gary Payton are very good friends or him and Gary Payton were going at it all game. And then in the second half, it's like something just clicked for Luca. I didn't know. I don't know yeah, what it was. Luca, Luca always looks for just like that one thing that'll just yeah. like flip. It'll flip something for him. 100%. Um, oh, I was just going to say. And then in the Laker game, he came out firing. And then we kind of right. went off in the third. Could the you fourth... believe that dunk? Could oh, you believe no. that dunk? Oh, when no, I, I, when so I saw late. it happen, I saw it developing and I was like, Bro, no way Luca's about to do this. And then he donked on Dwight Howard's head. And I'm like, No, I was I was sitting dude. right here and I saw Spencer Dinwiddie miss in the corner. And I was like, I was, I was so like, shook. I was and so shook. I saw shook. Luca fly and I was like, oh shit. I was so shook. And I mean, it's just so and it also just shows how incredibly like oh, oh what's what's the word I'm looking for? I guess like poise in the Utah game, he was singling out Rudy Gobert saying, I take me on one-on-one beat me. And he had a foul call. He had a foul call that the NBA looked back on and said, yeah, we missed it. Should have been a foul. And then called foul. So Rudy Gobert wants to say that he could guard Luca. He fouled him. Everybody saw it. That's that's what I was going to bring up was the referees. We have been hoed by the refs for the last week and a half. We have had a couple of bad, yeah, bad refs. The last week and a half, the refs are hoeing us and we are making it, we're making it out alive. Yeah, the, Rudy first, play. the first Golden State game was pretty bad. Luca, like I think, got hit in the face twice. He or Luca got elbowed by Wiggins in the face, no call. Got uh, somebody landed in his uh, jumping space on a three that didn't get called. I think that's what he got got teed up for. They ended up rescinding that technical. Yeah. So now he's not tied for the league lead in text anymore. Which is which is I hilarious. Is it Draymond? No, it's Carmelo. He has thirteen. Is it Melo? Is it Melo? Okay. Melo has, Mello has Mello. 13 texts. Luca did tie him for under 24 hours. And then the NBA took it back. Um, there were some pretty, there were some pretty bad calls in the fourth quarter of the Kings game today. There's a really bad charge call on Dwight Powell. Um, yeah. that we had to wait, that we had to waste a challenge on. And then it wasn't, and then it wasn't successful. <laughs> so that was annoying. We wasted our challenge for nothing. And then I think Dinwiddie got called for a travel that didn't look pretty good. Or at least it didn't look like it was a travel. Looks a little iffy. Yeah, it was one of those like it looked odd, so they kind of had to call it. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's just crazy how much adversity the team has faced recently. It just it doesn't really seem to phase them. It's like everybody just kind of stays together and stays in the moment and just makes it work. Coming into this game, I thought it was a trap game. Even before Luka it's always the out. Kings. It's always, it's always the damn the Kings. Kings. It is. We it's can never beat the Kings. <laughs> com- never comfortably. And Especially then last I saw year. Luka's I think we had three games. We had three games down the stretch versus the Kings last year. That should be three easy wins that probably would have helped their playoff seating, and we didn't win any one of them. <laughs> we couldn't help ourselves. Yeah, when I saw Luca was questionable, I was like, "Oh no, guys, we have to win like games like this. We right. can't lose these games." Right. And I mean, hey. We won. 
obviously I didn't enjoy seeing Luca was out, but I was excited in the fact that I was that we got to see like pretty much like everybody. Do you think it was a rest day or do you actually think there's something wrong? In my in my head, I was like left toe sprain. I was like, oh, okay. It doesn't really seem that sure much it's to just worry a rest about. Day. Right. Sure I think they tried day. to not make the injury sound like super crazy. Like, like, at least they didn't say an ankle. Get scared. Right. right? Yeah. If they said it was an ankle sprain, I would have been like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're screwed. <laughs> right. I thought it felt like a rest day to me, which rightfully deserved. Sure. I mean, five. we deserve, but also we kind of need him out there. But hey, we did it. I mean, after the All Star break, it was right. It was like a Saturday. It's a Saturday day game against the Kings. Sure. Like you could kind of afford Luca to miss that one. Right. Especially where we got the Jazz coming up on Monday. So tough. That's... We got the Jazz Monday, Knicks Wednesday, Rockets Fridays, and then we start a road trip in Houston, Boston, Brooklyn, Philly, and Charlotte. I'm interested to see how those East, Eastern Conference games are going to play out. Yeah. Uh, say what you will about the Laker game and the Lakers being bad, but beating a team with LeBron James on it is always a challenge. Right. That's never something to just – I know they're bad, but beating a team with LeBron, especially the LeBron that we saw in the third quarter that was just willing his team to win and get back into the game, that is a very, that is a very good game for the Mavs to win. Because that's a very losable game. Right. The like Lakers that, that was that was good. a game where LeBron was like really in a zone. Yes. The Lakers are not good, but LeBron James is still a top six, seven player in the league. Right. Who had the best quarter of basketball that I've seen him play. In and the while. Lakers played as well here a few months ago. Yes. Where Reeves, we won that Reeves, game too. Reeves did that. Yeah, should have won that game, but Reeves but came Maxie through. And KP fought for a rebound. Yeah, they fought for their own rebound. But I, but that Laker game was good all around too. Luca really wasn't that great. I mean, he had twenty five, eight, and five. But the first one or this one? The Laker game, the uh, most right. recent Which, one. Which okay. the most recent one? Like I feel like LeBron. that was a strong game. Luca, I mean, he still had twenty five, eight, and five. But he didn't shoot Jalen particularly Brunson, well. well Brunson three. had twenty two. He was really good. Went nine of six, nine of fifteen. Dodo was good. He had sixteen, and then Dinwiddie had fourteen on the bench. But he, I mean, he was clutch in that second half. Right. Is is Jalen Brunson this year the best teammate that Luca has ever played with? Dude, I'd probably say so. Because I saw uh, Nick Hankel, who I know you have some feud with. <laughs> I've had my takes on him. Yes, he He's brought it up in a in a Mavs oh, video a couple days ago, and I was sitting there thinking, like, initially you want to say like you want to say it's KP, but it's just not. It's it, just this year, not. Brunson is like the best. This year's Jalen Brunson. And at least has been the most consistent teammate he's had. Sure. Like you could probably say that's like, probably the better way to describe it. I'll right. probably say Brunson this year has been his most consistent teammate. Like the he's two winning. games of the bubble KP that we saw was good. And then like he's had stretches of being the best, but Brunson overall. Right. Is- and Brunson just taken such a massive stride this year and like just really becoming like an actual option like himself. We're paying him in free agency. Like or... it would, it would really like the Mavericks kind of have to know by now, especially. I think that's why they got rid of KP too, was to try yeah. and get some flexibility so that Brunson can get his paid. I think, I think the ideal offseason for the Mavs this year is getting off of Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract. I don't know how they're going to. Mark, Mark Cuban should just buy it out himself. He has the money. 
I, I heard the Clippers <laughs> were looking into him at the break and they just are at the trade deadline and they just couldn't get anything done. Getting off the Bertons money is going to be huge if we can do that. Bro, just that Hardaway contract is just so bad. It is. Like, it's and, like, especially with three years left on it. Or is it four? Did he sign a four or five? He signed, he signed four years. over 75. Yeah. So he would be three year, about 45 million left, 50 million left. Sure. Something along those lines. I think that we are a Mitchell Robinson and a. I would agree. I, I would agree a, that size. We definitely need size. Like the small ball tactic. Yes, I think the small ball has worked a little bit. I think we get a lot more speed, a lot more athleticism that way. Instead of just having, you know, just a big old Bobon in there, something like that, where like he right. cannot move laterally. So I think that's why Josh Green's kind of been a really big help. Like he his he's so active. Like his hands are everywhere. I don't you like I, I don't know how long it'll sustain, but I have a feeling in the small ball. But I feel like eventually it'll catch up to him. Yeah. Because like there you saw a- you saw in the fourth quarter in the Kings game where they went ultra small. Like I think Dota was the five. Yeah. When Powell fouled out, it was Dorian Fitty Smith on Devontae Sabonis. Sabonis. Yeah. And so a lot of that ended up being like doubling De'Aaron Fox and right. kind of making everybody else beat the maps, but De'Aaron Fox still ended up getting what he wanted anyway. There was a couple of possessions where Josh Green was playing De'Aaron Fox. He played him really well, and De'Aaron Fox just made the shot. But it was still impressive to see Josh Green keeping up with, I think now, unarguably the fastest player in the league. Not If not the, like, one of the fastest players. Right, because it used to be the debate between him and John Wall and Russell Westbrook, and now it's I think it's just, like, De'Aaron Fox and John Morant. Yeah, I would probably agree there. I'm trying yeah, to see. I'm trying to see what our and, and a forward away from like actually making a whole lot of noise. Yeah, I'm trying to see what our home and away splits are. So we are 22 and 11 at home, 17 and 14 on the road this year. So which I think is kind of nice because there's not that much of a of, of a discrepancy. Like obviously, I feel like our home crowd is loud, but I feel like after the Clippers series last year, where we are all of our wins were on the road, right? Where it's like I feel like I don't know. It's tough. I mean, also you know we also played the Clippers where they didn't have much of a home crowd, right? So maybe that would have been a little bit still, better. Were they still doing COVID protocols at the time in LA? Yeah, in LA, it was still like it was pretty much a packed arena with the cardboard cutouts, and then right the and then however a many fans limited. sprinkled in. Yeah, but not as much as we did. Like, I was surprised we couldn't win a home game with how with our home court advantage that we had. Sure. Because, I mean, I, Cuban I, I mean, Cuban was trying to pack the damn place. Yeah, and he did a pretty good job. Because, yeah, I mean, at the time, I think he did a pretty – I think it was pretty packed. Considering that was our first home playoff game since 2016? That, so. Thunder, that Thunder Series, right? Because uh, yeah, 2020, we didn't have any home games. Nope. You know how much that sucks that we got robbed of a Luka game winner in the playoffs at home? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That'd be so tough, man. He just, he just loves playing these LA teams, I guess. There's just something about Luka on the road. I feel like there's just like, there's just something with with Luka against California teams. 
Yeah, I don't know what it is with him, and I don't know what beef he has against California. Maybe it's because he was – maybe he felt like he uh, was overlooked by Sacramento, so now he's just taking it all out on all California teams. Just hates the state. He just hates the whole state because the Sacramento hey. Kings wanted to take Marvin Bagley instead of him. And now Marvin Bagley's balling out in Detroit. <laughs> now Marvin Bagley's not even on the- – now the Sacramento Kings traded Tyrese Halliburton instead. <laughs> Who's been good? They've been they've been an entertaining like league pass team to watch. I feel like the Pacers could probably rebound a little bit next year. I feel like this year was pretty lost. Yeah, I think they need to get off Miles Turner. I think. I I think yeah, Jaylen I feel like there Smith. was such a discrepancy between Miles Turner and Sabonis. You know, new head coach, yeah. team underperforming. Where it was like it kind of felt like a lost year. So now I feel like now since Indiana kind of feels like now they could probably work around Miles Turner and Halliburton. I, I don't I, – I think that they need to just – not bottom out, but I think they need to be bad. Let, yeah, right. They kind of – they can't be, like, hovering middle around of, the playoff spot. They can't be middle of the pack anymore. They, that's just yeah. not how this is going to work if they want to be contenders again. Especially with how top-heavy the East has gotten with the Sixers, right. the Bucks, the Nets. So, I think I think they should get off of – Miles Turner. I think Isaiah Jackson has looked really, really good for them. Out of shout out, shout out Isaiah Jackson, Big Blue Nation. Oh, is he out of Kentucky? Yeah, he was a freshman last year. Oh, okay. I, I knew he was coming out of somewhere. I don't I didn't remember where. And he's he's looked really good. He had a good game against the Mavs. Uh I think they need to start seeing what they have there. I think Goga Padazzi's kind of just done. I think he's just kind of washed. Goga. Man. Yeah, he's looked really bad. I think Gogabadati just washed. And just see what you can get from Miles Turner because you didn't do anything at the deadline unless you just want to keep him around. But with Spencer Dinwiddie, Miles Turner would be a really good pickup. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like Mass fans have long been begging for Miles Turner to come back to, te- come back to Texas. <laughs> so they've been doing that with Spencer Dinwiddie too, and we got him. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's just so like, – it's crazy to me how it's like, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie was the piece. Out of anybody in the NBA that, like, really needed to fix our dynamic, and out of everybody, it was Spencer Dinwiddie. But let me ask you this. Is it actually viable that, like, Jason Kidd could get coach of the year? Uh, man, I don't even kick my ass. Uh, say it again. Do do you think it's actually viable that Jason Kidd could get coach of the year? Like right. how how strong like this, year. this year, like for this season, do you think he has a chance at coach of the year? Um so I've always had an issue with the coach of the year award. I don't think it's necessarily to the best coach. I think it goes to the best the like on like the best, best narrative or like best storyline for like a team. Yeah. Like I feel like that's going to be talked about with like the Grizzlies. I feel like Taylor Jenkins will get a lot of praise. I think Taylor Jenkins is the runaway favorite in my eyes right now. Uh, I think Billy Donovan gets a vote here or there. And I think Monty Williams gets a lot of votes. I think Spolstra probably gets a good amount of votes too. Yes, Bo gets a lot of votes. Uh, I can see the narrative. I can see the narrative of Jason Kidd getting votes. I don't think it's realistic that he wins. But I can understand him coming in like third right 
I don't, I still don't think he's the best coach in the league, but I think he's, I mean, he, when, when we heard you and me heard that Jason Kidd was going to be our coach, we were not happy campers. Uh, I was skeptical to say the least yeah. <laughs> to put it very bluntly. Happy I was skeptical but and it did not start great either. It didn't. No, I remember those very, like those, like that first two weeks of the season were like, we couldn't make a shot. I was like, what offense are we running here? Well, but we started everything, out in Atlanta. Everything, everything is a process. Everything takes time. Start out in Atlanta and the, and the Hawks just Bro, absolutely that washed first us. Hawks game was a nightmare. The Hawks, we were running Point Dorian. We were just, it looked like we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, Jason Kidd looked like he was trying everything in the book to like see what would work as a head coach. And it was like that for like, I don't know, two or three weeks. We we would, we beat like the Raptors the next game. But it was and that game didn't even start well either. That was a gross no. start. Like the first that. 15 games of the season, all of us thought, all right, time to tank. Just time to time to give it in. Time to just go get another pick. Call it again next year. But ever since those games, it seems like something has clicked for Reggie Bullock, for even Luca has stepped it up. So we I, have some drama brewing in Durham, North Carolina. The North Carolina's up six with under two minutes left in the second half in Coach K's final home game as head coach. Ugh. North Texas lost today. That sucked. Yeah. Now Thomas it's like Bell we would... really have to win the conference tournament to make the tournament now. I don't Thomas think Bell there's I don't think there's an automatic bid in there for us anymore. Your boy Thomas Bell went six of sixteen from the free throw line. We Dog, lost by two. UNT gotta step up the free throw game, man. You can't yeah. win in March if you can't make your free throws. Everyone knows that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for our uh, our um, bracket pod. Our bracket pod. Oh yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah, we bigger. discussed that last pod. Uh, Selection Sunday, which is a week, a little over a week from now. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna. Uh, uh, hopefully, Evan will join us for that, and all Evan three said, of us. Or I'll, I'll talk to Evan. He's, he's he's he'll be there. Yeah. So hopefully, all three of us will be here, and we'll fill out our entire bracket. Uh, so that should be interesting. That's gonna be such a good episode. Yeah, we um might be our might longest even, might be our longest episode to date because that's a it lot. Might of even games. be like a good YouTube video. Maybe we'll figure it out. There will be some bracket video of some coming. variety will be coming. Uh, the conference tournament should be fun. Um, I think our first game is Thursday night, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday would be the uh three times we play if we make it all the way to the final. Which hopefully I can try and make it there to the final. Hopefully, if we make it there. Yeah. But I'll most likely be in Fort Worth for the first tournament games because, well, I think we'll be on spring break for that. Uh, yeah. We're playing games in uh, Fort Worth. So mm-hmm. from the bracketology that I've seen, it's been some pretty crappy games that might be coming. Um, mostly like Kansas and Baylor versus like the 16 seeds, you know? Uh, ew like pretty gross and then like some mid-major games i've started doing my um draft and my my stuff for the march Madness. sure uh i my favorite prospect that i've looked into so far jay nivy jay nivy kind of a baller 
Big Jay. I Vardy like that. Guy. Everybody talks about Jabari Smith, Paolo Bancaro, Chet Holmgren. Like I hear enough about those three. I feel like nobody really talks about how good George uh, Jay Nivey is. I I am big on Jay Nivey. Like that dude is a beast. The and Big I'm, Ten. The Big Ten is very fun basketball to watch. Like at least there's at least one like really good go to guy on every team in the Big Ten. And I am I I I'm pretty decent at the whole drafting thing. I I would like to toot my own horn a little bit. I do a pretty good job when it comes to doing prospects. Now I've had two really big misses in the past like five years. Here are your two big was, misses. Okay, uh, Jarrett Culver. That's tough, man. Because he was really good at Texas Tech. Yeah. <laughs> he was so good at Tech. I had my Twitter like name as Jarrett Culver to Dallas because I wanted us to get that pick and I wanted us to take Culver if we got like the third. Was pick. he? He was Zion's draft, right? He was Zion. Okay. Who did so we? we that, who was our pick that year? Did we trade that it, pick? It was. It was the Knicks pick. They got. Uh, who did they get? Obi, right? No, Obi was 2020 draft. Who was that 2019 draft? Yeah, because we traded that pick. Because the they got Barrett at three, which I think was their pick. Yeah, that was their original pick. And they then got... they got from us. Where was the Mavericks pick in all of this? Wait, don't tell me. I want to see if I can figure this out. Ah, I see. Our pick did not go to the Knicks, actually. Was it the Hawks? It was the Hawks pick. Yep. Was it the was it uh was he now a Nick? Is he he is now a Nick? All right, so it's the Cam Reddish pick. It was it was the Cam Reddish pick, yeah. Uh, okay. God, yeah, looking I'm... back at it, like that draft, it it looks very promising, but right. it looks like it just like looks like so many depth players, you know? Like of course yeah. you have your Zion, your John Morant, Darius Garland, RJ Barrett's even coming to his own now. But outside of that, you have like DeAndre Hunter, Kobe White, Ruri Hachimura, Cam Reddish, Cam Johnson. Shout out Cam Johnson. Shout out way. Cam. Game winner. 39, 39 last night with nine threes. Love him. My uh, other big miss was Killian Hayes, though. Yeah, that's tough. I thought Killian Hayes was going to go into Detroit last year, and, and I think I had him as my rookie of the year. I did. I had him as my rookie of the year that last year. That is really tough in hindsight. Well, no, no, I had Lamelo, Obi, and then Killian. Sorry, so I had Lamelo first, Obi at second, and then Killian at third. God, you know how much it hurts that Desmond Bain went one pick ahead of the Mavs pick in twenty twenty. Yeah. Man, we really could have had Tyrell. We had Ty. We got Tyrell Terry instead of Desmond Bain. I was so mad. What's he up to? I know he got a ten day from Tyrell Memphis, Terry. Tyrell Terry is currently with the Memphis Grizzlies. I thought so. So at least he's playing, you know. Yeah, I'm just but glad my, he's playing. My, my hits, I, I, I am really big on. Who is my favorite prospect this year? Are you asking me? Like I know that answer. Oh, it was yeah, Evan Mobley. So, yeah, Evan Mobley. Loved Evan Mobley coming out of USC. Scotty Barnes, I was kind of on. Uh, I, I was in the camp of Jaw over Zion. I was very vocal wow, about that. So too. impressive. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I needed to hear today. I appreciate that. Way to just look. And right yeah, past. I really like. Way to look just right past the sarcasm. No, yeah, no, I, I, no, I really appreciate it. That was really nice of you to say that. What'd you get on a uh, today's purdle? Uh, I, 
I think I, I I'm going to assume I beat you today. I got it in seven. I got it in three. You got Tristan Thompson. I got three. Tristan Thompson in three because you know why? It's because my first guess was Giannis. So I got the central oh. division right away. Then I guessed Kevin Love. So I got the clue that he once played for Cleveland. And as soon as I saw that, I knew it was Tristan Thompson. Oh, is that what the yellow light up? The means? yellow means that they once played for the team that you guessed. Oh, I didn't know that. I draw, I guessed DeJounte and then Evan Mobley. And I was like, why is Cleveland yellow? Yeah. He once okay. played for that team. I got that. Yeah. I got that clue with Eric Gordon the other day. I guess CJ McCollum. It wasn't him, uh, but I got the Pelicans clue because Eric Gordon once sure. played for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bro, I got to say, Pirtle, Pirtle easily has been the best Wordle. Rip, uh, not ripoff, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like spinoff. Spoof. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, spoof. There you go. Yeah, yeah easily, will... easily has been the best. And the website I designed for, Diamond Digest, we have made our own Wordle called Wendell. So check that out, too. Is it a baseball one? Yeah, uh, it's not It's not like the Pirtle one where you get like all these clues. It's literally you are just guessing a six player last name i guess is how it works it looks really hard <laughs> it's like it's i remember the when we when we released it the very first clue that we gave was that the pitcher had i think a, like a 98 era plus in 2021 and i was like yeah Jesus. i won't know that yeah if you like i i do think that era plus is a good stat for baseball it's a lot better than sure. i think like era but uh click here anyway to play. wow right, carolina this. wins by 13 in Coach K's final game at Cameron Indoor Stadium. So they just ruined it for him? Durham, North Carolina is in shambles. <laughs> Down goes Duke. Love it. Wow. It's always a good day in sports when Duke loses. Custom Wordle? Oh, wow. Man, I haven't played Wordle in a minute. I have not played Wordle in a long time. I, I was on a good run for a little bit, but I've been, oh, I've, wait, I've how do you been... play this Wendell thing? Wait a minute, what? Dude, it's hard. No, how do you play it? Like, you probably put in a six-letter player, a six letter player last name, I'm going to assume. But I don't know. That's hard. Uh, I, I can't think of six-letter last names exactly. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I can only think of five right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's dumb. I'll say it. <laughs> All right, we're kind of rambling on here. I think we're pretty much wrapped up here. So you guys got the emergency maps pod. You got the emergency mass pod. I don't know. I do not know how much this will happen. Um, maybe during the playoffs, we'll see. We try. I, I tr- we try and not be super biased, Mav fans. But God damn it, there will be sometimes where this will become a math podcast from time to time. So there's some times we are just gonna sit up here and absolutely just shit on the Mavs. We will sit on our high horse and talk about the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. Until they prove us otherwise. Whether you like it or not. All right. That'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, Sorry recording this on a Saturday, but hopefully this will be up soon. Uh, Next week, we'll be back. Probably talking uh, conference tournaments for college basketball start next week. So hopefully get some content for that. And we will see you guys next week. Deuces.